The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. A couple of weeks ago, I had this chut. I was in Australia for a week from Siam Ashas. And a very interesting experience, and some very, very pleasurable, interesting experiences, but here's one of them. A cousin of mine, I never knew this cousin existed, but I actually received uh, an email, I actually don't have a computer in my house, but I got it to my school, from a woman who says that she is my cousin, and asked that I should, uh, if I can come see her when I'm in Melbourne. I didn't know I had a cousin, I was sure she was mistaken, I really... I'm an only child. My father and mother, Leah and Meshalem, were only children, the only survivors of their family. I didn't really think I had any cousins. She must be mistaken. But then she, I, I remembered something that it was possible that many, many years ago that my father said something to me about a cousin in Australia. I started to put two and two together. And then I called her on the phone. And she would mention the name of my grandfather and so on. So I saw, uh, you know... Okay, but the truth is, I totally dismissed it out of my mind. I had these speeches to prepare. Traveling to Australia is not easy. So fine with it. It's a great experience. And uh, I get a call at the host that I'm staying. I can please come by. So I figured, you know, in Australia is a pretty big continent. Like, you know, where, where in Australia do you live? Well, she, guess what? She lived all of maybe five blocks away from where I was staying. And I go into her, an elderly person, sharp as can be, and she sits down. She starts telling me a story, a story that I never heard in my life. Now, my father, Allah Shalom, spoke very little about his siblings. Well, as the people that lost their siblings in the war, it's very difficult to speak about. He would mention here and there, but I never really put it together. And I never pressed him on it, because it's always uncomfortable for him, and... Now it's more important to me. I wish I would have known more. So she told me that who my father's brother was. I didn't know that he has a brother named Moshe. I didn't know the names of his sisters. He told me, she told me their names. I didn't know that they were killed by the Germans during this week, the first week of Elul. They never know their yard sign. And she told me a different story, which I never knew. She told me that my father grew up in Lemberg, that's a city in Galicia, southern Poland. And he had an urge to run away, for whatever reason, and learn in the Lithuanian yeshivas. Which at that time was almost unheard of. And he went, and he was there, I'm not going to get into the whole story now, how they were rescued, to Vilna, it was Hashgacha, from Japan. But there was a whole plan in place. But what I did not know, my father mentioned this to me in little, little blips, but after she said it, I can slowly put the story together. She said, your father, before he left Vilna, went back to Poland to see about his parents, see about his brothers and sisters. Going back to Poland didn't mean booking a flight. It didn't mean jumping onto a train, swiping your credit card, and getting your tickets online. Going back to Poland meant dodging bullets, literally, by the border. Going back to Poland where most of the streets were Judenrein was taking your life in your hand. And when he came home, his parents were no longer there, they were in hiding. And he asked around and looked around and found out where they were, hiding in a bunker. 
And he came to the bunker, and he met only his father and his mother, and his brother Moshe, my uncle. And they embraced, he rested up a drop, and he said to his parents, come with me, maybe there's a way out. And when they heard what they had to do, they said, there's no way, they're too weak, they're too old, but we're going to slow you down. She said, your father turned to his brother Moshe, and said, come with me. You can come with me. Come. His brother Moshe said, I cannot leave my parents. I cannot go with you. Because I cannot leave my parents. At that point, the father wanted to make a decision. That maybe I should also stay. Whatever it's going to be, it's going to be. And my grandfather said, no, go. At least there will be generations. It says he ran home. Which we told him, the father ran home to his house, which was already... There were no Jews there. Took some of the swarm that he still had. Packed it in a briefcase. Said goodbye to my uncle Moshe and my grandfather Yamtev Lipa, grandmother Sarah Golda, and turned, and once again would have to brave wartime Eastern Europe across the border, and made it back to Vilna in time to get on to the transports and eventually left across Russia to Japan, which is a whole different story for itself. And as this woman is telling me this story, because she was also hiding out in a nearby area, I, I was overwhelmed with such tears, such emotion. I said, it is 21 years since my father's passing. It is, I don't know, 75 years since this story happened. I felt like, and I can't tell you this because one has to have Ruach HaKodesh, and I definitely do not, but I'm, I'm so sure I felt it in my heart that I am telling you that after 75 years what must have happened someplace in Olam Haba my father met his brother Moshe and Moshe said to him you know maybe it's time that your son maybe it's time that your grandchildren that your Einiklach hear the story and they realize why they're here on this world because think about this according to the story that this woman is saying, so my whole existence would be based on this story, right? And I cannot tell you how I felt like I thought I'm coming to Australia for the Siyam Ashas. No, but I had to come for this. They said, you see how Baruch Hu runs the world? When the day came, when the moment came, when the second came, that in Shemayim, it was decided that I should hear the story 21 years after my father passed away. More than 70 years since the story happened. God says, no problem. I'll take you to the other side of the globe so you can hear the story. Which is why we really don't understand in life why we're going certain places. We make our own chashbanot. We make our own itinerary. And we try. We try to go to start families. And we try to do things. And things don't work out our way. And Bori Olam says, just trust me, okay? Of course we have to try to plan and do our best. But the reality is, you don't know why you're here. Chavetz Chaim said the following mash. He said a king once ordered his people to empty the river. And he gave each one a bucket. And they all came with the buckets. And they noticed that the buckets had holes on the bottom. 
So if you tried to fill up the water, the water came sopping right through. Most of them tried a few times, maybe there's some trick. No, the water comes out. In disgust, they threw the buckets into the water and left. They were angry. They were upset. Why is the king making a mockery out of it? One individual said, the king doesn't know that there are holes in the bucket. If the king told me to do this, so there's a reason the king wants it done. I'm going to keep doing it and doing it. And the king came to say, see what's happening. And he saw one individual still standing there with the bucket with holes inside. And he's scooping and scooping and scooping. So he said to him, why are you doing it? He said, your majesty, because you told me to. And he called him over and kissed him on his forehead. And he said to him, I had 10,000 buckets. And I needed them rinsed out. And that's why I told the people to draw the water. Don't you understand? You see, we go into life and we say, why is it not happening? Why am I dating and the Shaduch is not coming? Why? Why? Why am I married and things aren't going the way I wait? Why are there Panasa situations? Why? Why does it seem that I'm drawing water with the holes in the bottom of the bucket? What does God want from me? Why is nothing working out? And the Borei Olam says to us, you try to be best person you are on every single day. Because you don't know why you're going through this. You don't know what you're supposed to accomplish, what has to happen. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.